Let's talk diamonds. Let's adjourn this meeting. Come back in three days and show me what you can do. So, even though we went to a conference over there, I never made it to that conference. <laughs> I was on the phone, working in New York. And I got all the diamonds, the colors, and all the prices and all of that. And then we went to that meeting. As soon as the man looked at this thing, he pulled out a piece of paper already pre-filled. And I looked at the amount of money. Now, don't pee in your pants. He said, we shall order $50 million every month. OK. That's why I told you, don't pee in your pants. I didn't say, one, you know, once a year. I said, every month. We want you to deliver a Ben-Gurion airport in Israel, $50 million worth of diamonds every month, and we'll pay for it cash. This is the kind of temptations that have come my way. So if you're sitting there, you think you've been tempted, you need to start celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> you can't handle apostolic-sized temptations. Hmm. So, I said, so how much will I make? He said, well, this is too much money, more than you've ever made in your life. So we'll give you a quarter of a percent. I said, that's too small. He said, do you know how much it is? I said, okay. I took the contract. We flew back from Ukraine. When I told them in New York what I was bringing, they came to pick me up in a limo. <laughs> this is not a cab. When I got in the limo, I, I was wondering, just from the airport to, to the place in Manhattan, they had food and drinks and everything laid out in the uh, limo. And I'm wondering, where am I going, Florida? <laughs> Uh, and we got to this hotel, and they checked me into the room, and I was like a kid in a candy store. I've never been in anything like that. Everything was white. The tub can take four guys. Have you seen Dynasty? <laughs> everything was like Dynasty, even the phone. Everything was white, white everywhere. Gorgeous. No natural light. All these uh, green and red and white strips of light. And, and I'm saying, what kind of place is this? And I came outside. They had a, um, a, a suburban Z something. They said, now, this car is available wherever you want to go. It will wait on you 24-7 until you leave. Hallelujah. With somebody to drive it. Amen. All right. Hallelujah. Enough of the diamond story. 
So the people assigned within Ukraine did not know that I would be making money from both sides. See, because I was in, an investor in the company that would be helping me bring the diamonds. Amen. And agreement is any money I put in, they double it. If I put 100,000, I get a 200,000 before we start talking about the profit from the diamond. I had already collected money from all my leaders. I said, I'll make all of you millionaires. I said, when I finish, then I go in the congregation. Hallelujah. It's like the more I'm talking, the quieter it's getting. (laughs) Even Tiboni said, eh? Why wasn't I here then? (laughs) Now what? So... When I did all my calculations, I was going to be making $3 million a month. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. $36 million a year. Hallelujah. I would just, I would come, this Sunday I come in a Bentley. The next Sunday I come in a Rolls Royce. The next Sunday I come in a VW just for the fun of it. (laughs) Watch now. We signed all the contracts in New York. We prayed. And what I thought was the glory fell. I'm telling you, I've come to learn satanic pranks. So now watch. I took two steps to go to the car, and I stopped. And I looked at the guy, I said, now whatever you do, I took out my prophetic finger, don't polish the diamonds. And he stopped, wondering, what does that mean? I said, I said, whatever you do, don't polish the diamonds. He said, yes, sir. I turned around, got in the car, came back to Atlanta. Then. A month later, when I knew the diamond should arrive, when the diamond arrives, it goes to the vault in the bank. And then you give it to a company called Kimberly, and they will ship it to where the destination is. If you go to Manhattan, you understand the, the depth of the Jewish money. Yes. These diamond dealers, they own blocks. I didn't say they own a house. They own blocks in Manhattan. All Jews. So, diamond arrived. I called the guy. I said, listen now, by my calculation, I believe the diamond should have arrived today. The guy said, well, we need to check on it. I said, wait a minute. These things are very precise. Anyway, they started playing me. I did not know that against my counsel, a snake had come. And said, you know, if you polish the diamonds, you make three times. You see what greed does? You haven't made any money all these years. God opens the heavens for you. And now the one you are making is no longer enough. Now you want to make three times. So they kept playing me until I blew up on them. That's when they told me the truth. 
The only thing I'm thanking God for till tomorrow is that this was the test run. We said, okay, we buy a million dollars first to make sure that the supply chain is good, the quality is right, and before we place the big order. That's the only thing I'm thanking God for. And they took a million dollars worth of diamonds and gave to this fool that didn't know what he was doing, and he cracked all of them. And these unscrupulous Indians came to buy it for 50000 Well, it's useless. Just let me have it for 50000 I said, I would rather bury it <laughs> than give it to you for 50000 Oh, these crooks. So I thank God that I hadn't invested my leader's money. This was only my money. So the Lord comes to me and says, did not tell you not to do any more business. I said, well, Creflo does business. Eddie Long does business. <laughs> you are not Creflo. You are not Eddie Long. You see, I tell all my business. Watch. I said, okay, Lord, forgive me. He said, no, forgive me, we'll not get this one. I need a covenant. I said, what covenant do you want? He said, you covenant that you will not attempt any other business except what I've given you to do for the rest of your life. I said, okay, I was desperate. I didn't want him to fire me. I know some of you are big and bad that you get down to pray and God is not there and you are not bothered. I didn't want you to get, get down to pray and then the darkness is there. Why would you stay in church and then when death comes, you see people with horns and tails coming for you. You don't see angels coming. No, better know that's what you're going to experience if you kneel down and you can't find him. Then you know demons are coming for you. Jesus says, if the light in you be darkness... How great is that dark? You know, he says, if any man hath not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Your own spirit illuminated by the Holy Spirit so you can contact God. That is your assurance of salvation. If you don't have it, you're in trouble. So you better come down to the altar and pray on tail. So I was desperate. I didn't want to, I, I, don't, I, I don't want to go into a questionable eternity. Amen. So I quickly agreed. So when I said, okay, a covenant, that's it. He said, okay, then go back and take care of this church. That's when he said, this thing you are looking down on is a little big church. Amen. He says, everything you desire in this life and more will come out of it. Many of you don't know where you are or the covenants carrying where we are. When you understand it and submit to it, the glory will explode. Watch. He said, now take care of it. And the very next day, my eldest brother 
bless his heart, is, is gone to be with the Lord now. He calls me up. He said, now, Chick, you know, I just discovered something. I said, what is it? He said, I discovered in our family that God gives us one thing. And when we take care of that one thing, everything comes out of that. I said, you are 24 hours late. He just told me that yesterday. Are you following? Because I'm still trying to get to my message. I'm trying to show you how I got to the covenants. God is telling you to participate in. Because it's not a light matter. This stuff is potent with power. And when you're hearing the kind of numbers I'm mentioning and the things we have done without raising money from anybody, you know it's not natural. Who who is giving the money? These things are supernatural. Hey, it's coming from the glory. How is that possible? How much are you giving? You can't explain it. People see all that I'm doing, see it go on, and they'll come here and say, well, who, who has money here? These people don't look like rich people. These look like regular people working jobs. Aren't you regular people working jobs? In the natural, you are, but in the spirit. When you connect what I'm, with what I'm telling you, something will happen to you today. I returned all my leaders' money, thank God. I lost mine. That's fine. And that's when God came and gave me these covenants. He said, now, once a year, when my birthday comes around, he said, now, every member of this church, everybody in covenant, He said, you should plan it through the year and ask God what you need to do to honor him in me. He said, now, that's the first one. The second one is on Thanksgiving, you bring your family to the altar with a seed that God has given to you to thank him for the year. He said, if you do these two things accurately, every financial issue in your life will disappear. So now, but many of you are not following that covenant. When I was reading my card, somebody wrote to me, well, you know, kind of business was done this week and all of that. I said, you don't understand what you're doing. This is not what happened this week. He says you should plan this. You notice, you notice how you can be doing it your way, but you are not doing it as he delivered them. He's trying to connect you with something you cannot handle or you cannot understand. Just as you cannot explain how this little church with black folks in it. Come on now. 
can be doing these things. Come on. Verse 6. Be careful for nothing. Be careful for nothing. In other words, God says, I don't want to see you stressed out about anything. Be careful for nothing. You have to learn the attitudes of glory. So when I'm hit with 145,000, I don't start stressing. I just say, Lord, you can take care of it. Hallelujah. I just give you praise. I just thank you. Hallelujah. You have to get the attitude to go with your seed. Otherwise, you mess it up. Hallelujah. He said, be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with. Hallelujah. Let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth, all understand, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Since that's not my subject, I'm just reading for context. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me. You notice how the New Testament is configured. But Satan comes to you as an American and tells you that you have a right to have your own mind. But Paul kept teaching. You follow me. Learn the things God has taught me. See, observe, and do. So you can come into the supernatural. If I'm walking on water, you're walking on water. If I'm giving my testimonies, you're giving your testimonies. These things are not left to your discretion. You said those things which you have both learned and received. You know this? You have to learn it and receive it. And you've heard it and you have seen it where? In me. You do it. And the God of peace shall? The God of peace shall be with you. So guess what? If you're doing your own thing, the God of peace will not be with you. You're your own man. You have no covenant. He sent you to put your head under something. And you keep practicing it the way you choose. Nothing will. will, Nothing will happen. Now watch. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at the last your care of me had flourished again. Wherein ye were also careful, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith. One of the life-changing things I heard from Kenny Copeland, even before I started sowing seed, by God's commandment, he said, he told his partners, you know, we are not depending on you for our needs to be supplied. And he left everybody perplexed. Then who are you depending on? He said, my seed. He said, the seed we are sowing is what we are expecting to come up and produce. When a man has seed in the ground, he should have faith. 
Hallelujah. You don't throw money in a basket in unbelief. You put your seed down. You sow a seed that requires faith. So when you release it, you are confident that God is faithful. He will not lie. Your seed will come up. Hallelujah. Your seed will come up. Okay. You said give this quick testimony. Years ago, when Minister Nancy was going through her battles with the house and all of that, and God had worked so many miracles, God jacked that thing up and held up the mortgage for 18 months, 3,000 something a month. She didn't pay anything. And in the process, I told her, okay, Nancy, this thing, because in the process, uh, the mortgage company was acquired by another one. It was like we're going to start the whole process over again. I said, okay, you need to sow a seed to move this thing. So she came and brought the seed. And then she added, you know, I didn't have any other money, so I went into my retirement to get this $1,000. Hey, when I heard that, a pressure came on me that something better happened. Come on. I know you're sitting there receiving, but you don't know that without faith, it's not just impossible to please God. Without faith, you will be under a lot of stress. When somebody comes and tells you, you see, this seed I'm giving you, I got it from my retirement. Hallelujah. You feel like something better happened. I was feeling the pressure. Actually, I was driving home, and I was going to immediately pull in. I wasn't even going to eat dinner. I'm going to start praying immediately. And while I was driving home, God said to me, the earth bringeth forth fruit of itself. Hey, I did not need interpretation. He said, the ground has already been empowered to produce. Your job is to sow into it. And the pressure lifted off of me. And boom, the Holy Spirit showed her what to write to the new president of the the corporation. And that proved the thing, and it went through. And her mortgage came down from 3,000 something to 1,800. Everything in this kingdom, beloved, is driven by faith. Through the years, I've seen people cry many tears. I know. David even said that God will put his tears in a bottle. But the tears that God honors is the tears that come from a broken and a contrite heart. Not tears of doubt and unbelief where you feel sorry for yourself, where you are down and depressed and feel forsaken and alone. That's not the tear. (laughs) Your tears must be in faith. Without faith, it is impossible. Doesn't matter how heavy life is weighing on you, You better find an hallelujah. Hold on to your faith. Don't give it up. You can feel horrible one moment. 
And in 15 minutes, the glory will visit you and lift all the demons tormenting you. You must stay in faith. And if you sow a seed, then you must believe that that seed will come back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over. And you must listen to God. I just heard the Holy Spirit said, many of you are nickeling and dying, dying, you know. I think that's what, what it's called. He, you know, okay, this ministry, you give $15. This one, you give $20. Who has God called you to support? Put a real seed in the ground that requires faith. God will move. You're not, you're not uh, helping the ministry. <laughs> Sowing a seed is an opportunity for your faith to work. Paul said to the church, I am not desiring a gift from you because I need something. No, I desire fruit that may abound to your account. And as this message will show you, I don't know what part, it will show you that your account is the mention of your name in the presence of God. Do you understand? We are sharing the mysteries of the gospel. May it transform your life. May it revolutionize your life. May you carry your receipt to the throne. And say, Lord, I sowed a seed. I give to you in faith. I am believing you that as you have spoken, so shall it be. Beloved, God has no limitations. <laughs> I have seen enough miracles in this life that I have retired from wondering how God would do something. No, it's only a matter of time. All I do is spend my time waiting on him while the enemy is making noise and all of that stuff. I just ignore them all because they're as ignorant as I am. Only God knows how he has ordained to bring me to my desired haven. Are you hearing the word of the Lord? Call that number today, 770-994-3777. Humble yourself. That's all it will take. <laughs> Like the, the, some testimonies will be shared, I don't know what week, whatever. You will hear a man saying, well, uh, is this an African church? Why are you in Christ and you are still bigoted and you are still involved? You cry about racism when it's black and white, but yet you discriminate. Oh, he's African. He is this. He's that. Is he a man of God or not? That's all that matters. Is he a man's man that can help you, that can disciple you? Many of you young men don't know your fathers. Come to this father. I will disciple you and strengthen you and make you a man. I will challenge you now. I'm not going to be your mama. I'll be in your face. Until the man in you will get up. <laughs> Amen. But if you let prejudice keep you from it, you will miss your destiny as many people have chosen. But we're raising eagles. God said, I want a thousand African-American young men from you that have been fathered, strengthened, and empowered to prosper in America. That's what we're doing. We're raising a generation for God, making them men. They go home and they're the head of their house. They're not handpicked and manipulated and controlled by their wives. They're sons of God in the marketplace. They're priests in their home. That's what we're raising. A generation for God. Are you ready? Join our team. We are ready to disciple you. God bless you. Connect with Resurrection. 
The information for you to sow your seed is all on your screen. We love you. God bless you. Receive grace in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Bye-bye.